Hi, I'm Adrian Maidman from the podcast I'm Also, where I talk to people with multiple careers, pursuits, and interests. My guest for this episode is Tanya Horo. Tanya is a Tauranga-based business owner, actress, musician, and writer. Hello, Tanya. Hi. Hi. Welcome. Thank you. Nice get, to be here. Yeah, I'll get straight into my questions. Okay, go. There's lots of strings to your bow, to use that phrase. Yep. Um, but sort of based in Tauranga sort of brings it all together, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think there's a unique opportunity that we have here in Tauranga where the industry that I'm involved in isn't uh, as set here as it could be. Like in Auckland, it's, you know, it's obviously based in, in Auckland very strongly. Um, so I think there's an amazing opportunity here to to build a foundation, which you don't often get. So yes, being based in Tauranga... Um, is is an enjoyable process for me. And probably what you're best known for, well, actually, there's probably a couple of things, but I'll say your, uh, your management agency. Yes, TMH Management. Yes? Yeah. How did that come about? I moved back here from New York in 2013, um, and I didn't want to live in Auckland. That was my industry, obviously, film and TV in Auckland. So moving back here was different to being over there. And I met a lot of actors here who no longer had an agent because their agent wouldn't sign them unless they were physically in Auckland. Of course, over being in New York, being in New York, sorry, I met so many actors who were based everywhere all over the world and they would do a self-tape. And then if they got the role, they would go to where that role was based. So being here in Tauranga, I went... Auckland's two and a half hours away. It doesn't make any sense. And I want to represent those actors that weren't being represented because I strongly believe that talent's not uh, geographically based. So I woke up one morning and decided to start the agency. And did people go, you're crazy? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I think a lot of people just kind of thought it was going to be a fly-by-night business. Um. I did a radio interview with someone who I won't mention who said, is there even talent in Tauranga? Do we even have talent here? Do we have enough talent? Um, so that, you know, made me all fairly determined to prove that, yes, we do have enough talent. We have a shitload, am I allowed to swear? Shitload's fine. Shitload of talent uh, here in Tauranga and in the Bay of Plenty. So, yeah. How long did it take to sort of get it up and running? It probably, it probably took a year. So it's, it's that process of having the casting agents trust me. I'm the only agency not based in Auckland. I've been in the industry for a very long time, so all the casting agents did know me as an, as an actress. But it's, it's, you know, it's, it's suddenly seeing actors in a different region that's not Auckland-based, and they're very used to, to having Auckland-based actors, I guess. So it's making sure that the actors that they were seeing are trained and that they are motivated and that this is what they want. So it took... Probably took a good year. In saying that, I had actors cast within that year that did, that were in amazing uh, roles. But yeah, probably a year. Do you like people going? Let's catch up in Ponsonby for a coffee, and, and then you have to say, mm. "I'm, I'm not there." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tend to not tell some people actually because there's a. Whether we like it or not, there's always a first base judgment, right? Don't judge a book by its cover, but we do. We judge a book by its cover. So as an agent not based in Auckland, some people go, oh, well, she must only be a a Tauranga-based agency, which I'm not. So depending on who the person is, I I don't necessarily say where I'm based. And now you've got um, 
connections throughout other countries or whatever? Yeah, we've got connections worldwide. So being based in New York for four four years, I met some pretty strong people over there in business. Um, And we've got an agency in Hong Kong and Asia. And we've got an agent who we work with in Australia and then an agent and a couple of managers in LA. So the idea has always been to be a global agency, but based in a region that I want to be based in and that I love and it's hot here and it's beautiful and it's by the water. So, so far, so good. Yeah, because I've got a quote. You said, um, I get to my quote section. Quote section, you said... What did I say? My philosophy is that talent is not limited by geography, so I work with actors all across New Zealand and have worked in front... Oh, yeah, worked in, yeah. so not geographic, geographically yeah, based. Yeah, that was something really strong that I came back with, of going, there's talent everywhere in New Zealand, yet that talent feels like it doesn't get the opportunity to be seen unless they're based in Auckland. And... And as a global agency, we have the opportunity for someone in Invercargill to be seen by a casting agent in LA or to be seen by a casting in Auckland or even to be seen by, you know, casting worldwide. So that was our co-papa, I guess, in a way. So we still follow that really strongly um, and we work really hard to make sure that when we say we have those global connections, we mean that we have those global connections. It's not just, yeah, we have them, but we don't. And what about with covid How's that impact? COVID's been, uh, COVID's hard, but COVID has been good for the industry here in New Zealand. There's a lot of films that potentially could have been made overseas, but they've decided to come here and it's very busy. And come January, there's a whole new lot of films coming into New Zealand. And I've spoken to a couple of producers who are bringing their films into New Zealand. So we're pretty fortunate that... We are so isolated, I guess, and sometimes we feel like that isolation is a negative. But right now, not. It's not. Sort of the Amer- like the American. Big yeah. Dudes coming here to film. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And we have the talent here, and we have the crew here, so it's nice. It's kind of put New Zealand on the map in terms of what what we're capable of. Such a small country with such big talent. When you audition for a role, was it sort of like on the TV when you sort of? There in front of, I don't know, three people in yeah. It's not. How yeah, does it actually work? It's, it's always scary. I think being an actor, it's no matter how many years you've been an actor, doing an audition is always a little bit terrifying. But the casting agents in general are pretty nice. They're pretty good. Um, and I think as long as you're prepared and you can, and you can stop watching yourself and get out of your way, then auditions are, uh, are a lot of fun. Most of the time it's one camera and one person. So there's a camera and a reader. Then when you get through to the recall, then that can be slightly scary because then you've got the camera, the reader, and maybe five people in the room, the director, the producer, uh, I don't know, di- uh, cinematographer, a producer assistant. So then they are all sitting there watching you. Are they whispering to each other? Yeah, they can. <laughs> yeah, they can. And then sometimes they'll whisper, whisper, and then the casting agent will go and have a listen and go, all right, thank you very much. And you're like, oh, great. That and, was a terrible and audition. And then do you go do that sit by the phone? Is that what happens? Like, uh, or do you just that, I think that's what happens when you start yeah. in the industry and you wait and you phone your agent and go, have you heard anything yet? And I think after a while you learn to just let it go. I did the best that I could, which you never really feel like after an audition. You always come out going, oh, I could have done that different. Oh, can I go back in and do this different? But I think um, I think you just learn to let it go 
and then see what happens. Because you're sort of doing both sides of the coin, Yeah, I don't act anymore yeah. as much. Um, but I understand the process of, of an actor yeah. very, very well. We might touch on maybe your – what. I'm not sure if it's your most your most famous role, commercial mm. role. Yeah. Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah. What's what's that? Uh, <laughs> you're not going to say it. Well, I thought you might want to. <laughs> um, so I am the front woman for House of Travel, playing Lucy, which I have done for. It's not Miss now anymore. No, it's Lucy now. No, she's grown up. Yeah, yeah. So it was Miss Lucy, maybe about ten years ago, I think, and I did that for eight years, and then I came back from America. Um, and then over the last two years, I think, have have gone back. But, ama- like, you know, amazing company. I love yeah. I love that role as Lucy. Yeah. Yeah. Your face is everywhere around the... Yeah, yeah, you can see my face a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they just, did they just ask for you to come back when you were... Was that one of those... Yeah, it was, a, it was kind of like a warming up process, I guess. It was... Um, it, it kind of felt like a natural progression to, to, to be the front of House of Travel again. They're a very family orientated business and a very New Zealand proud uh, business. So uh, it just worked. Mm. Yeah. That's good. It's a good yeah. campaign. Yeah. Good branding. Yeah. I, th- I think the branding's are amazing. Really yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. We'll move on to your music career now. Oh, yes. Yes. So um, New York. Well, you started yeah. In so I, I started in New Zealand, actually. I started in New Zealand as Marvie King. Yes. And then I was in a band called Growler, which was an all female band, and we were, wore furry bikinis, and that got us quite far in New Zealand. The woman behind it, Kelly Mitchell, was just a power. She's just a fiery, powerful woman that knew exactly what she wanted. Um, and we played at the Big Day Out. We were terrible. But we wore, <laughs> we wore furry bikinis. Um, and then I went to Australia and uh, formed a band over there. And then we got accepted into South by Southwest, which is a massive kind of music film festival in Texas. And when we went to buy the tickets, they were cheap. And we said, why don't we just move? So we'll just move to New York. So we up and left and then stayed there for like five years. Wow. So yeah. you didn't do the traditional build up your local base and then... Not really. Just... We d- we got quite far in Australia. We did yeah. quite well in Australia. Um, but we did really well in New York, I think. I, you know, I, I don't want to say that there's more opportunity, obviously, because I think it's a mindset too. But it's... Uh, yeah, we did, we did pretty well over there. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you've met some famous people? Met lots of people who made people famous. Yeah. Yeah. So they they were famous to us, but nobody would have known about them. Yeah, the people that work behind the scenes, like agents. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can you tell your lawyer, <clears throat> lawyer story? Oh, yeah. So Jenny Justice, who was Jay-Z's and Beyonce's lawyer. So she was going to be our lawyer. So our our publicity person is also Lord's publicity person, Alexandra Baker. She is amazing. So she set us up with a meeting with her and she we went to Jay-Z's restaurant, which we didn't realise was Jay-Z's restaurant at the time. But Jenny Justice is, uh, again, a phenomenal woman. She was going to represent us, but then she got a phone call and she hung up and went, I can't represent you. Uh, Jay-Z wants me exclusively. So it was the end of that. Wow. But pretty, pretty amazing to be, you know, sitting there from... From New Zealand, just kind of going, just saying yes and going, right, yes, I'm a creative. This is, 
I'm just going where I guess the flow takes me. Obviously lucky to be able to do that. But yeah, it was it was pretty cool. So we ended up not actually we did get a lawyer, David Jacobs. He's an again, he's an amazing lawyer and he's doing some phenomenal things over there with artists as well. But yeah. You've recorded under your own name as well, haven't you? I have. I have, <laughs> I have many names. I think the one thing about being creative, which is hard, is that you have a creative brain that doesn't necessarily compartmentalise very well. So it's a brain that you come up with an idea and you run with it. You don't really jot it down and compartmentalise the process of, of what you're going to do day by day. So I would wake up one morning and write a couple of songs and go, oh, that's not Sherlock's daughter. I'm going to put that under my own name. Mm. So, yeah. What, is, of, yeah, what are some sort of key tips for creative people if, you know, there are lots of creativity, sometimes there's lots of self-doubt, isn't there? About yeah, you need to be a good motivator. You need to be able to motivate yourself, which can be really hard, especially when you feel like you're not getting anywhere and you are kind of working every day, but you don't see any progress. I think, I think at the end of the day, you just, my motto is never give up, never surrender which is from Galaxy Quest, one of my favourite films. So you just have to keep believing in yourself. And if that, I don't know how everyone does that differently. If that's uh, military-style self-talk, you know, get up, make your bed, go and do, go and work. If it's that or if it's being surrounding yourself by people who are doing the same thing as you, I think it's very easy to get stuck and in a rut and go, what's the point? This isn't working for me. But... You know, I wasn't, I'm not a very talented singer. I can sing. I'm not amazing. I'm not a very talented musician. I can play the guitar and the, I can play most instruments to a varying degrees of success, most of the time quite unsuccessful. But I wasn't amazing at anything, but I just went, this is what I want to do and I'm going to give it the best shot that I can possibly get it. So I looked out for opportunity. So with the South by Southwest going, we've got in. Let's just move to America. So I think it's about taking taking the opportunity and just never giving up. Mm. And it's hard though because it's so it's easy to give up as a creative when you need to self motivate. Yeah. Did you have any sort of mentors or like a support network to say? No, I didn't actually. I I'm I I have a funny thing where I don't know if I believe in mentors. I think they're good, yeah. definitely. But at the end of the day, that I wanted to do it my way. Yeah. And, and my way only. So I was very stubborn. Um, but I did I did read one thing about Nicholas... Who was it? Nick Cave? Singer? The singer? Yeah. Aussie singer? Yeah. Ooh. Who he would get up in the morning, put his kids to school or whatever it is he needed to do. Then he would dress, he would wear a suit, take himself into the studio, sit there from nine to five. Doesn't matter if he had nothing to write about, if he couldn't come up with anything... That was a routine that he made himself do every day. Some days, obviously, he would come out with the most amazing songs. Other days, he might sit in there and do absolutely nothing. But that's probably the one thing that I did read where I went, that makes sense. So I did something similar where I would get up, feed myself, go and sit in the studio for five hours and tinker. And if something came, the inspiration came, I was there to create it. And if not, then it was okay. Mm-hmm. That's very good. Yeah. Um, what's something people seem to misunderstand about maybe being an actor or maybe 
Um, I think a lot of people just still don't necessarily see it as a viable career. I think, and I think a lot of people, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't like to think I know what other people think, but I think sometimes some people just kind of pat you on the back and go, good luck, darling. Make sure you've got a plan B. (laughs) So I don't think some people see it as a viable career. And I think, you know, we're very sports orientated in New Zealand and not necessarily art orientated in New Zealand. So I feel like that in itself can make some, especially some guys, some, you know, some some young boys or men feel less inclined to go down that path. I think, yeah, I don't, I don't really, I think there's a lot of misunderstandings about a lot of things (laughs) in life. (laughs) I don't think I can answer that one. Yeah. Probably easier to say, yeah, I'm going to be an all black as opposed to, I want to be. An yeah, well, if you're going to be an all black, there's a path yeah. that everyone understands. You go and train, but it's the same as an actor. If you want to be an actor, you don't go, I'm going to be an actor. I'm going to cross my fingers. You go, I'm going to be an actor. What first? I need to be good. Am I good? Am I good enough? I don't know. I'm going to train. Now I think I'm good enough. I'm going to get an agent. Now I need to keep training and keep myself open to opportunity. I don't think I could keep. I don't think I could handle that. I know because you fall down a lot as an actor. You know, it's you go to auditions and you think you do really well, and then you fall down and you don't get it, and then you've got to pick yourself back up. So you do need a support team around you, but it's that thing. It's just we don't know what's around the corner. You know, we just you've got to keep that alive of going. I don't know what's coming around the corner. And if the same casting agent is seeing you, they're not seeing you because they think you're terrible. They're seeing you because they know you're good, or create. You know, like we aren't a, what was the thing that you used at the start? Lots of strings to our bow. You can't, you know, we are not a, a mono bowed human being as a creative. We're just not. We have multiple strings. So so what else is there that you can do? You can write, create YouTubes, podcasts, write, colour, co- like colour in, do anything that's going to stimulate your brain in a creative way to kind of help you. Mm throughout the process. You've got another business as well, haven't you? Yeah, I've got a film and TV acting school uh, here in Tauranga, so B-O-P-A-S, so that trains up young and adult actors, and specifically in film and TV. Um, and then I've started an extras agency that's global, uh, interna- uh, national, sorry, so top of New Zealand down to the bottom, which I don't run, but I've started that too just because I saw a need for it. So that's just for people in the background. Yeah, people who don't really want to be actors, but are just kind of interested to put their toes, step, you know, dip their toes be in, in the water. And, but yeah, yeah, I think I'd like that. Just be the, that. Yeah, yeah. Guy and coffee. Yeah, in the back. and you, and you can make a career out of that. You know, right now we've got like a, a an amazing TV series here, fantasy TV series that's going to last I don't know how many years, but a few years. And if you get an extras role on that, that's work every single day for however long. So, you know. I want to have a career change. <laughs> <laughs> Extra. Yeah, yeah. What's the best compliment you've ever received? Huh? This is a funny one. Okay, so, and I remember it obviously straight away. So when I was a musician, I, I went through a phase as a teenager of being gothic, you know, so I was very dark, very moody. And then as a musician, my music kind of started to reflect that dark, you know, the darker side of life. And I was doing a gig. It was one of my one one of my first gigs, sorry, in Auckland. And 
two gothics came up to me at the end of the gig and said, no one has made us feel so depressed as you have right now. <laughs> and I was like, awesome. <laughs> this is the biggest compliment I could have gotten. <laughs> right on target market. Yeah. So that's the biggest, <laughs> that's the biggest compliment. Wow. Yeah. You know. Do they smile when they say that? Or was they like, were very happy. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> we feel so terrible. Yeah, you wow. made us feel so sad. Wow. It's like, awesome, thank you so much. Right, yeah. I'm going to move on to my plug a product section. Okay. This is where you, you can promote something. Can of, I promote of, my school or is it something Oh, else? no, you yourself, yourself or something okay. else. The um, school, usually you promote something you're... Yeah, I'll promote, I'll promote the school. Yep. I think uh, the school is for actors who want to want to work in film and TV, specifically, not theatre. Also for kids, I guess, if they want to learn how to build their confidence or feel more comfortable in public speaking and for adults. And we've got incredible tutors who work in the film and TV industry and are highly trained. What's the website? BOPAS.co.nz. And the other thing I'd like to promote is water. Water. Yeah. I think it's really important to drink water to help maintain your mental health. I think sometimes we don't realise how important water is for our bodies. So if you're listening to this, go and get a glass of water. Clean water. Yeah. Yeah, clean water. I was going to say New Zealand owned because it's all getting... Yeah, it's all getting shipped off. (laughs) So water. And um, just finally, my last question, sort of on that sort of path of the road, do you have like a five-year plan? Are you want like a plan? I do. I do have a plan and I'm not going to say it because I want to show it. So I I met another... um, Another person over in New York, actually, who said a lot of things to me that have stuck. And one of the things that he said is when you have an idea, don't tell people. Because if you tell them, you feel like you've done a 50% of it already. So he said, don't tell people, show them. So I do have a five-year plan and I'm on track. That's good. Yep. <laughs> so any sort of last, leave last advice for anyone trying to get into a creative industry, not necessarily musical mm. or... Acting, just a general, I feel I've got something creative. I'm full of angst. Yeah, I think. Or maybe I'm overconfident. Is that, there's always that as well? Yeah, overconfidence is interesting. I, I um, applaud overconfidence. I think that's an amazing trait to we have. We struggle with that in New Zealand, don't we? Though? Oh, we ha- no, we don't like people being too confident or too successful. Yeah, cut them down. <laughs> cut them down. <laughs> Do you know, I don't, I guess my advice is to, again, just don't give up. It's that whole thing of don't internalise either. Don't feel like you're alone because you're not. We're never alone. If you have a broken heart, not not to make light of the situation, but a thousand people have also had a broken heart. Like we're humans. We kind of suffer the same. We suffer the same. We love the same. We go through the same things. I think it's about finding your wolf pack. Find that group of people that you know are going to trust you. And then there are some people like myself where I like my own company. So I don't necessarily have that wolf pack. So then if you're similar to me, then find what it is that you love that brings you back to you. That might be going for a walk on the beach or playing League of Legends or drinking water. I don't know what it drinking is. Water. Drinking water, meditating, going to church, what, whatever it is. I think it's really important to make sure you have that one strong thing in your life that holds you. Because as a creative, 
And the thing is, is some people as creatives get somewhere and they're terrible. It's like, how did they get there? Their mm. music shit or their art shit, but yet they got there. So I think it's also about understanding. And again, it's hard for me as a creative to, to come up with a strategy. I do for my actors all the time, but not for myself, but it's come up with a strategy have a plan, have a five, have a five, like a one year plan and every three months revisit it. Do whatever it is that works for you. If it's prayer, visualization, chanting, I don't know. I think, I think you need to find your own stability within an industry that can come across as being unstable. You know, it's, it's a kind of, if you make it, you're lucky. Don't read into that. That's not true. Mm, that's a good point. We'll, we'll finish on find the stability in the unstable. <laughs> yeah. Find the consistent in the inconsistency. Okay. Thank you very within, much. Jane. Within yourself. Within yourself. Within yourself. Within yourself. Yeah. Yes. Not externally. Not within externally, yourself. Within no. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Within yourself. That's nice movements that you guys can't see that Adrian's doing right now. <laughs> It'll be the video exclusive. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. That's okay. Thanks for having That's me. Great. Thank yeah. you.